Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth with your host, Diane Helbig. Diane is a leading small business development and leadership coach, author, and speaker who is passionate about sharing valuable ideas, tips, and techniques with business professionals worldwide. Diane brings you the world's experts and gurus in all things business, whether it's sales, structure, social media, planning, or plateauing, guests bring their expertise and energy to each episode. When growing your business is your focus, Accelerate Your Business Growth is the show to listen to. Got a topic or guest suggestion? Let Diane know. The goal is to make sure you have the information you need to move your business forward. Thanks for joining us. Settle in and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Check it out at audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth. Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast continues to gain recognition as a great resource for marketers, small business owners, sales professionals, business leaders of all sorts. And uh, that is really uh, because of the guests. These are folks who have expertise in particular areas of business, and they join me to have a conversation where they share that expertise with all of you. That way, uh, you know, the goal is that you get the information you need, you get some ideas and um, concepts that you can implement in your business, but you also get to hear from people who uh, you can tell that they really know what they're talking about, so you can reach out to them, uh, you know, offline, so to speak, and um, get, you know, potentially some more direct assistance if you need it. Today is no exception. My guest today is Matt Barnett. Matt is a serial entrepreneur based out of Sydney, Australia, with a passion around changing conventional business communications through the power of personalized video messaging. His business, Bonjoro, is focused around helping businesses use personal video to convert more clients, create more customer evangelism, and get more brand ambassadors. Thanks so much for joining me today, Matt. Thanks for having me, Diane. I am thrilled to have you. I'm, I'm so curious about this. Um, the, you know, this personalized video thing, because video is really feels like it's uh, coming into its own. And I'm, I, I want to start there. And I was wondering if you would uh, talk some about why you think video is poised to really explode in 2020. Yeah, like, I think, I think it's a mix of timing. And I think, um, partly driven by consumers as well. I, I, think, I think technology has reached the point where everyone has access to video in many capacities. So it's easy to create great content, you know, with, with, with smaller budgets, uh, with home cameras, with mobile cameras. Um, it's easy to hop online and use Zoom and talk to any client anywhere around, around the world. Yeah. In seconds, this has become kind of second nature. Obviously, on the consumer side, we've all been using Skype, you know, for many, many years before Zoom. Yeah. The Zoom thing came along. So we've actually been in practice now for probably five, five years, you know, the minimum for most of us, um, those of us that live in countries like, like Australia, where we deal with business overseas, it's absolutely crucial to how we work every single day. I don't think there's a day that goes by that we're not on video uh, with clients around the world, with team members around the world. And 
video has this, this, this ability to kind of, I guess, pull down the walls of a brand and kind of expose the team members behind that, the humans behind those companies. And I think it's not just video. I think there is a shift in marketing towards personalization. Um, I think there's a, there, there's a, there's a genuine change where, um, you know, consumers and businesses that we work with are kind of harking almost back to the old days of wanting to see who it is they're working with, who are the people, can they trust them, you know, and we've kind of gone through this huge spike where everyone jumped online and, and kind of the world got itself in a hurry and, and it was all great and it was all fun. And then suddenly we rem- remember that we, uh, we miss these things called relationships. <laughs> you know, we used, to, we used to go into a local store, you know, or, or, you know, or work with our accountant, you know, and, you, and you'd see people and you'd, and you'd build relationships offline over coffee and stuff. And now obviously in pursuit of scale and, and as our reach has got bigger, we've gone, ah, oh, you know, there's something missing here. And I think, I think yeah. video starts to bring it back because you know, it's like me and you at the beginning of this call, just uh, hopped in and said hello on video. So you see who it is you're talking to, you get who they are, you work out if you're going to trust them and you short, you shortcut the relationship and you make a decision much quicker given the fact there's so much choice in the market these days of who you can work with, whether this is the kind of team that you think is going to be the ones for you. I really like that. I, I feel like this whole week I've been having the conversations I've been having in meetings and, and, and groups and things have all been around this idea of coming back to um, connecting with people, you know, coming back to human to human interactions. So, it, you know, it's interesting um, that that's a role video can play. I don't think, I think when people think of video, they, they think of, um, you know, like webinars or seminars, you know, online courses, that kind of thing, but not necessarily just connecting with people. No, I think, I think even web, I think even webinars do this. Yeah. So, you know, again, it's, and these has been going on for a while that, you know, we find ourselves in more of them. The fact that webinars are hosted by members of the team, you know, we, we, we run them and we'll run them with our CS team or our marketing team. It's not actually me that ever does them. Um, and so different members of my team will get up. So, so uh, in our business, customers will see the different touch points of my business and go, oh, well, that's, that, that, that's Grant. He's a guy that I'm often talking to online. Oh, there's Ollie who I'm often talking to in marketing. There's, there's, there's Casey. And so again, even though they're obviously getting information, they're talking there, it, it's us exposing ourselves and saying, here we are, this is what we do, but ask us anything in, in kind of yeah. open forum. And if, you, and if you want to connect with us afterwards, and you do connect with us, again, you feel that you know who we are. It's not like you're connecting with, you know, the Ernst & Young brand, brand, which is this kind of hidden, hidden wall of, of uh, who's behind it, I guess. Um, it's all very right. transparent still. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. Okay, so... So if somebody's listening and they're thinking, um, okay, well, you know, this makes tons of sense, um, but, you know, how do I go about making my brand more personal? What are some actionable steps you think they should be taking? Yeah. So I think this comes down a little bit. I, 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 do, have a, I do have a certain point of view here. So, so take this <laughs> <laughs> with my own biases. But look, I, do think, I do think team, team culture and brand, like t- team culture kind of moving more into brand. So I think if, if you have a team you're proud of, and you could, be about, you could be a small company of one person to a huge company, I think getting your team to the front line as much as possible where customer interactions are happening is really important and let them be themselves and let them, you know, be, be open with, with who they are, with their personal opinions on things. And that's happening. And it's gonna happen in a number of ways, obviously things like communities. So if we're on communities, you know, we, we run a community, but, but the entire team will jump in and chat to customers. And so what I mean here is it's not just my, CS manager that does this, my C- my CTO will hop in and have a chat with people on um, like ideas about new product or, or, or technical issues. My my other dev team will hop in. Like different people will, will get in there, and we let them do that. We 
allow them all to take part and we encourage it to the extent that with us, we actually make every member of the team. But probably a better example is, is Zapier do this. So Zapier, who I'm sure most mm. aware of. Yeah. Every single member of the team has to spend one week doing customer service every single year. And really? I, know this, I know this isn't sales or marketing. However, it's extremely powerful because it means that their CEO, and they're quite a big thing now, will be on the front line for a week a year at the very minimum. And so when you're wow. doing customer support, you'll, you'll get back and you'll be like, I recognize this guy. And it, it just pushes forward this feeling of like, these are the real guys, these are transparent. It obviously helps the company because they get, they get a lot of feedback from the front line across the entire company. Otherwise, um, you know, one area I think every company kind of dismisses a little bit is the, is the about us page on the websites. And this sounds like a small thing, but uh, this is an amazing opportunity to get it across your kind of values, your brand, your team, your culture. And if you're in a competitive market, which many of us are going back to the personalization thing, the companies that do this and do it well and experience, and again, have the transparency, have the trust are the ones that can actually win. It's no longer just about the service offering because it's such a competitive marketplace. If you can win on kind of transparency, trust, especially with, you know, with, I think, a heightened fear of what is and what isn't online, um, that's extremely powerful as well. And then, you know, my ultimate bias is, is to use video um, as part of your customer funnel. And so, yes, use HD video, use pre-recorded videos uh, for demonstrations, for webinars, but rather than going and getting, you know, always going and getting a, a professional editor to come in and do everything, um, I think if you can use raw, more raw content, mm. so don't edit it, just get your team on, get them doing videos about how stuff works, about how things happen, about advice, it's very again back to transparency if it's unedited people are like oh this is real and the way we we take it to the next level is that we say well there's points on a customer journey when it pays to send individual personalized messages to specific customers so a new lead comes in you know john from ogilvy comes into your funnel and when your team hops on on their, on their mobile phone and says, and, and sends a video to John and says, Hey John, this is Matt here. I'm based at the you know, Sydney office. Saw you sign up from Ogilvy, already worked with Ogilvy in Japan and Korea. Uh, I've worked with X, Y, and Z over there. We work on these brands, you know, would love to have a, have a little chat to you about how it all works. Um, and here's the office in Sydney. And so if you actually record a video mm. for John, for John and for no one else, he gets that. And he's like, it, it's partly, the view and the transparency more, more than anything else. It, it's the fact that, that he knows that you've stopped for a minute in your day and yeah. you've taken the time to connect with him and, you know, deep fake aside video, video is hard to video is hard to fake, you know, e, you know, emails, <laughs> even if you send personalized email, even if you send people one to one emails, sometimes they're going to think it's automated. I mean, that, 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 that's where it's got to. At least with the video thing, people are like, okay, this is legit. He's, you know, he said too many things here for this to, to not be right. real. Right. You know? So I, I owe him to get back to him and, yeah, and invest some time. Um, again, like, I think there are those points, which is, you know, video is, is a wonderful enabler to show that you as a company are more transparent, more trustworthy, and willing to go above and beyond your competitors for your potential clients. That's so interesting. I get it. I, I, I really do. I, I think it's so, um, I think there's a couple things about it. One, it's very connective. And two, it, people really aren't doing it. So it really is just, um, you know, a way that doesn't take a lot of money or effort to, to stand out, to, to differentiate yourself from your competition. I think that that's the key here. I think the companies and the individuals that I see doing extremely well today, um, and especially it's just a lot. You see, I, I think you see it probably most visibly in a lot of personal brands, people who grow in their personal brands yeah. really well. Mm -hmm. They are not people who look for tons of shortcuts. They tend to do 
a few things very consistently and very well. And one of the things they will always do from Gary V to, to Pat and to whoever else is you'll see them personally get into Twitter and reply to people personally send videos to people when they're walking down the street. Like they, they go above and beyond to make sure they have these personal connections at key points on a customer journey. Maybe they can't do it for all customers or maybe they only do it at certain points when they know there's a, you know, it, it's worth their time, but they do this and they do it consistently and they've done it consistently for years hmm. and other people looking for shortcuts and hacks tend to tend to try and skip this and try and find things that don't involve the human side. I, I think if you, if you leave the relationships out, you're only ever going to get so far. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. And I think people are really craving it. You know, I just think we really want to get back to that conversation. Well, um, look, look, you can't, you can't fight a million years of evolution. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think embrace this, you know, we are, we are social creatures. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't communicate ju just in voice, you know, for, for, for all the listeners know, I'm, I've, I'm, I'm seven foot tall blonde hair and, and full of muscles, but I'm, I'm definitely not. That <laughs> I've seen you. <laughs> you see, yeah. I, I, I am the opposite of that. Um, but yeah, there's so much communication that comes through in, in the eyes, in the facial expressions, yeah. um, in the way you move, you move your, your arms and your hands and smile. This is how we communicate. You know, I mean, look, you see, watch, watch any sci-fi movie for the last 50 years. If you're a Star Trek fan, hop on Star Trek. And when people call other people, they don't do it on the phone. They all hop on, on video chat. <laughs> like, it's, like they knew, like it's, it's a thing because yeah. it's much more normal. So it's, 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 it's a thing now. It's here. Embrace it. It's, it's not going away. Well, I, I'm so with you now. Okay. So. Um, if there's people listening and they're uncomfortable with the idea of being on video, which I, I hear a ton uh, from people, um, it, it feels to me like they have to get over themselves, you know, that, it, that it's like public speaking, that people really aren't paying that much attention to what you're wearing and, and all of that. So, you know, what do you say to people who say, oh, I don't want to be in front of the camera? So having done public speaking and toastmasters and all that i would say that video is a lot easier <laughs> so <laughs> standing up in a, in a room full of strangers is is more nerve-wracking yeah um because a lot of time when you do video it is uh, i mean if you, if you don't get warmed up if you're not using zoom yet to do meetings start to use it it's incredibly efficient to be able to do yeah. video from your office and not have to you can't always make the coffee and the coffees are great but honestly a zoom call there's no, there's no travel time. It's a lot quicker. Yeah. can be much better for, for some meetings. Get on it. Now, when you're doing that, it's you and them one-on-one. -on -one. It is not standing up in front of a group. It is, like, it is no different to having a conversation with somebody in a coffee shop. Most of us, I would like to think at this stage in business, are comfortable with that. Doing mm -hmm. video is exactly that. It, it's no different. We have this, we have this, this, mm. this false assumption like you said, that people care and that suddenly on video, we become this other thing. The, the reality is we just don't. Um, yeah. You know, we, again, like how, like we run a business where we've seen millions of people, like people send millions of, of personalized videos to individuals. And if you look at the data and the stuff that really gets the best reactions and tends to get the best engagement, it's, actually when people use their mobile phone to send video messages and it's when they do this outside the office. So they're huh. dropping messages to clients and to leads often in, in industries like finance, et cetera. They're doing it on a coffee break or they're doing it on the commute to work or they're doing it in their kitchen, which sounds crazy, but, but all they're doing is, is just, you know, being themselves. And once you've done this a few times, and yes, I get the nerves, but once you do it a few times and people start to respond to you and they go, oh, hey, Jane, this is great, awesome, you know, oh, I've, got, I've got a four-year-old as well, et cetera, et cetera, and you start to connect, you realize pe people aren't, aren't, aren't looking into the videos too deeply. 
You know, it's just like having a chat with somebody who you know quite well. It shortcuts that thing, and you get over it pretty quickly. Yeah. The benefits, again, if you're in business, it's I'd almost say it's easier because the benefits you'll get, you'll very quickly go, oh, this actually really works. I'll keep doing it. You know. So I, I think if you if you try it a little bit you'll get over that very, very, very quickly. We see it all the time. We see people who are, who are afraid. They send the couple and then they turn around and go, I don't know what I was so worried about. It's like any, any new adoption. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to do it, right? You just got to gotta give it a shot. It's no different to having a coffee. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, that's a great way of putting it. It's really true. And, and we, we do that all the time without giving it a second thought. So... I want to I want to throw some statistics around because some people uh, that can be a game changer for them. So so I think there's value in it. Um, and the Harvard Business Review uh, did a study that they did with insurance activations. So they had a control group where um, the control group didn't receive any digital contact, and apparently 1.3 percent of people activated their accounts. Then uh, they used email, just text email, and the number rose to 4.3, which I, I think is pretty high. Then they had a group uh, that they sent personalized videos to, and the activation rate doubled that of just regular email to 8.2, people signing into their retirement accounts. So I am imagining that you see the same sorts of results when you compare just regular text emails to video emails. Is, is that fair? Yeah, ex exactly. Yeah. And um, Ms. talks that. So we look into kind of our, our numbers <clears throat> and our use base. And it, 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 it's very diverse, but we generally see as a rule. So in terms of responses and engagement, about three times as many personalized videos as people do to email. Wow. So that obviously is part of activation. Um, I kind of open rates are on average around 65 to 70%. Wow. Which is high. Yeah, no kidding. Now, bear, bear in mind, you're not clicking a button and sending out 10,000. The, yeah. the, these are part of the, so, so there, there is a time cost with this. And so, you know, when you do this and, and when you try it, you know, the, th the thing to remember here is that it's, you know, as much as I, as much as I hate the term, but you know, ROI. So if it's going to take you 30 seconds or a minute to do this, you know, and the systems like, like ours where, you know, you take out all the process. So, so literally all you do is record the video, press send, get back to work. And you can build funnels, you know, as to when you're sending these. So I'll mention just about when the right times are. Um, but, you know, when you're doing these personalized videos, Think about the ROI. Yeah, if a lead is potentially worth $5,000, then you know, I would argue that every lead is worth a minute of your time. For some companies, if your lead is worth $500, it's, it's worth a minute of your time. If you don't have any customers yet, I would suggest that any lead is worth a minute of your time. Um, I agree. You know, so, so think about it in that way. Um, if, if, if I'm going to explain where the three, the three areas of the customer funnel, I think this is most effective and this will be different for different businesses. Um, uh, the first one is, so leads. So a new lead is coming in, a new inquiry. Um, a lot of us are past the days of getting on, the, of, of being hounded on phone calls the second we sign up for something. Yeah. Um, dropping in a personalized message, you know, within the hour, it's, it's, it's not as in your face. It allows the customer to kind of watch it on their own, um, their own time, but they're obviously like got, got high intent then. And if you pop in and say, Hey, I'm Tim, I'm the guy, you know, um, extremely effective at getting leads to, to come back, book, book a demo, book a call, take the next step. Um, probably the easiest place to start. The second place, which is, ex is exactly what you just talked about, which is what I call activation. So, Activation means different things for different companies, but let's say you're doing online courses. Activation means actually getting on and reading that course over the first week, taking it all in and then going and you know, buying the next course. 
Um, if you're a, a technology oh. company, activation means logging back in again and setting up your account. If you're a you know, consultancy, a activation is, is taking that first project forward. So at this point, it's as you mentioned in the insurance uh, example, you're getting in touch and saying, hey, look, I saw you got to this step. You haven't gone forward. Would you like some help or let's have a call, et cetera, et cetera. And then it's very simple. The, the law of reciprocation kicks in and someone goes, oh, wow, Diane just took, just reached out yeah. to me. I'll get back on board. The third area, and this one's a little bit harder, um, I think, to measure straight off the bat, but it's around advocacy. And so this comes in two ways. I, I think if, if you start your funnel and you involve personalized video at the top of the funnel, so potentially for leads or, or the first convert, conversion stage or activation, people connect with you. And we talk about the, the idea of first impressions. The first impression is this is a company who's going to take time for me. Mm. Now, when you, when you follow this down to, to advocacy, obviously that, that first impression and the way that people work with you is highly important. It'll drive MPS forward. The way you can then use video to make sure this happens is, is post a project or post a sale or post um, purchasing online, following up with people, checking that everything they've done was great, checking they were happy with the project, and then quite simply asking them to leave you a review or submit a case study or a testimonial or refer a friend. Um, you either directly ask that or just by, again, using the idea of personalization in, in, in all its formats, regardless, you're going to create um, more advocates because, again, people will, will engage with you and they'll start to tell more people and you'll see oh, that your word yeah. of mouth referrals will go up anyway. So I think personalization across the, the marketing funnel in all its forms does drive this ahead. And it's probably the most powerful usage of this because, as we all know, direct traffic is by far the best in terms of conversion um, right. and leads, hands down. Right. Wow. The, it's just, it, it, this is fascinating to me now. I'm going to take a quick sponsor break and then I have some more questions uh, about all of this. Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have thousands of titles to choose from, as well as podcasts, audible originals, guided meditations, and so much more. Uh, one of my favorite audiobooks is Everyone Deserves a Great Manager by Scott Miller. Uh, he's been on the podcast, um, so I have listened, read his book. <laughs> I'm not really sure how you say that, but I love being able to listen to it anywhere across devices. Uh, I think you will too, if you haven't tried it out yet. So visit audibletrial.com slash business growth and just explore, you know, look at the variety of audiobooks and look at some of the programming because, you know, you may not want to listen to a, a book, but the, you, there may be a program there that would be of value for you. Today, we are speaking with Matt Barnett about the value of using video to connect with prospects and clients. And Matt as you were talking about uh, all of that, a thought came into my mind about um, are people leery of opening a video that's sent in an email? Yeah, so I mean, look, uh, so I mentioned earlier that on average we see seventy percent open rates. I, I, I wish it were a hundred. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, like, so, like, not, not everyone, but I mean, but this is with any funnel, I think this comes down to using this at the right time. So one area I, I do not uh, see great success is, is outbound sales. So I think, ah, that's interesting. Now it's not to say it can't be done. Uh, and one of the areas I have seen it work is around nonprofits. Um, because I think there's quite a good, yeah. I think there's quite a good, association with them anyway i think there is some prior knowledge of who they are um so i think it does help there mm. however i would suggest at least to start with don't use it in outbound sales because yeah if you get a if you get a video unsolicited uh especially if it's off a call center sales guy <laughs> with his, his little <laughs> headphones on could be could, could be kind of could be kind of weird um yeah 
I mentioned, you know, the areas to use this start, like, like, like I say, like leads, conversion activation. If it's leads and you're getting back within, you know, half an hour, an hour, then I would, I would suggest that like it is, it's, it's not unsolicited, of course. So that, that, that user is interested. We are within that, within that, within those first few hours that their intent is high and they're interested. It is received much better than a cold phone call. Um, especially, huh. especially that, like I will add in countries outside of, of, of the U S where, yeah, like I look at, I mean, my experience is kind of Europe and, and Australia, the, the culture here is, has really taken a turn away from picking up, picking up cold phone calls. Yeah. Um, people have just, have just stopped picking up the phone now. Um, well, because 90% of it is, is nonsense. Exactly. And, and, and yeah. so, yeah, like, a part of this yeah, is, is with your company and your brand and, you know, how, like being a good actor, as we call it. So do, doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think receiving a video in that stage is, it is passive. It is, you know, again, they expect some, some, some comms at that point. So it's okay. Once you get into activation and driving advocacy, they know you, they, they know the company, they know the brand. So at yeah. that point, it's good. And you know, it, it's putting your face across. Um, I, I've, I've not really seen people react badly to a message. Um, I mean, the open rates are the part of it. Some, some, Companies in some areas and some use cases will get much lower open rates than others. You know, we have clients who get 100% and we have clients who will get lower. So it depends a little bit on your funnel. But I don't think cold. And again, I mentioned earlier, like, ROI. The best thing here to do is, is to test, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe sending videos to, to cold Facebook ad signups is not the right use of your time because they're, they're a low engaged audience potentially. Um, but then maybe send them to anyone who's downloaded the white paper or listened to your podcast is much better because they're already high intent. So right. I think have, have a little play around. I don't think people will be weirded out by it. That's not a thing that really happens. They will appreciate it. Um, you just gotta make sure that you hit them at the right time, that it's worth your time to do this. And, and are there certain industries that are more, um, where this makes more sense or it's more commonly used? We tend to find, so, so, so we've actually struggled with this. We, we're like, okay, who is the ideal user of this? Um, what we've come down to is that, is that honestly, it's about, it's kind of two things that drive it. Yeah? I, think, I think one is, is funnel stage. So again, leads activation conversion, which, which suits a lot of, um, a lot of industries. Um, I'd say it, it comes down to whether you're a business where the relationship is extremely important to you. Um, that is where this will do well. Mm. And, and conversely, and conversely, are you in a business where none of your competitors are pushing the relationship thing? So I'd actually argue that's a great place to use it as well. And so I'm not mentioning specific industries because yeah. you know, we see people use this in, in e-commerce, in consulting, in finance, in technology companies, like you name it, like ch churches, non-for-profits, you name it, pe people will use it. I, I almost think, you know, the decider is, do they have challenges at, at these funnel points where they want to increase engagement full stop? And do they have the culture oh. and the team who is willing to give something like this a go? And I can tell you just like Twitter, not every company is willing to try this and not every company will be good at it. So if you are one of the ones who is good and to be good, all you have to be is genuine. That's where I think it will work for you. Yeah, that's great. That, that, that's great. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It it is interesting. It it um. I think it feels to me like anybody can do it. They it's sort of like letting go of all of those preconceived ideas and just diving in and doing it, and then paying attention to it and seeing is it working? Where is it working? Where isn't it? you know, what, what's really happening with it, which is like any sort of marketing. Absolutely. I, I think, I think appro approach this with your, with your marketing mindset that anything you're trying new, you should be testing, measuring, and then testing again. So I, I you know, take, take some examples, look at how other people in your industry and in your area have used it as a, as a great starting point for sure. Um, but then try it in your own way. And if this doesn't work, try this. And if this doesn't work, try this. Yeah, you know, try a few things, test quickly. 
Um, again, A-B test, as you would do anything you're doing in marketing, um, you'll, right. learn, you'll, learn, you'll learn where it works best. You'll learn if it is best and you'll learn how to improve and to maximize your results. Um, even though it's video and even though it's, you're, you're putting time in, it's one of these things where, where you're doing the numbers so you can actually trial and test and compare quite easily. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be that much time. No. Right? Yeah. Okay. Now, um, did we talk about using it post-sale? Is, is there an opportunity to further develop the customer relationship? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so th- this is, is, this is, is this advocacy part, I think. Okay. Like, uh, I, again, I think this is harder for a lot of, so I see it's a lot harder for a lot, a lot of companies, especially young companies, to kind of get their head around um and it's this idea i mean we all like if you don't know the stats it's 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 seven times uh, more cost effective to get another dollar off an existing customer than it is to go and find a dollar off a new customer um i've seen that stat anywhere from five to 20 times and i think a lot of companies do a disservice to existing clients and I think growing that, that community, if you like, um, because again, it's, it's not the new shiny thing. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's, we're all like, we're all guilty of this. Um, I think putting time in to existing customer base. And so whether it's celebrating milestones, so, you know, they, they've been with you a year or they've done a third project um, or something's happened in their life. Uh, that's important. It could be their birthday. They could have had their first kid. Um, I think celebrating along, along with them is a key part of the customer journey. Video can be great for doing this kind of thing. So like, let's give an example. Um, we work, uh, we have quite a, lot, a lot of mortgage brokers and there's, there's one company that jumps to mind. They are 100% suit and ties, not, not the kind of people you would think initially would use a video. And where they use it for leads. That's where they started. Where they get the most success is not, so people get a proof of mortgage, they go through when their clients buy a house, they drop a video in, I think maybe like a day later, congratulating them and they pick the camera up and they spin it around the whole office and, and every single person in this like 100 person office stands up and cheers. Wow. Which, which so it, it takes you know, kind of seconds and everyone's laughing. And it sounds crazy, but what, hap- what happens in this, in this case is the client then associates all the good, like a lot of the goodwill of purchasing that house and getting their first dream home with this mortgage company. Yeah. And this mortgage company has other divisions. So it also has wealth management. It also has accounting and it has all the other parts of the company that they then start to talk to. And so then they, you know, that, that client who, who started in the mortgage business will start to go on to the other departments of the finance company and become a client across the whole business. And so, you know, all their growth and the reason, reason they're so successful is because they're incredibly good at engaging with clients that come in from different channels and then cross selling them onto other parts of the business. But they, they do it by delivering like excellence of customer experience and then saying hey while you're here you should have a chat to you know liam in 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 x division that is really incredible it's so amazing to me i mean when you were saying when you were telling the story I, i was like getting chills because i could feel what that must have been like to get that congratulatory video and and it it's so personal and and you know buying a house is personal it's a big deal and so to to have someone else appreciate it that much and and uh take the time i can absolutely see how that works but it's got to be genuine right i mean like you can't fake that kind of thing i think i think the best thing you can do in terms of post post sale existing clients is, is to really, I think, have empathy with your customers mm. and understand really, you know, think what, what's important to them in life. Can we help them? 
with this can we can we be there at those at those moments uh, yeah and the best brand the best brands in the world do this you know the be- the best brands associate themselves with with uh great moments in their life and this is not you know this is not just the red bulls you know where we where where we love the f1 and everything else you know the best accounting companies are there you know to help you through thick thick and thin yeah, yeah. The, the best the best lawyers uh you know look like we, we have a lawyer and i love them because you know everyone's like oh you know lawyers are bad and i'm like i'm like i love my lawyer because they're they're great people and they help us in times of trouble right. and then they, and then and then they're there afterwards and they're like want to make sure you guys are fine like like how was it let's you know let's have a chat and make sure you know the next time we're better prepared for this <clears throat> and they really they really take care in the post you know the post billing uh, stage um so i think i think have empathy i think put put your creative hats on as well i would suggest yeah um you know there are tried and tested methods of, of, of using things like this um, but i think every business is unique and if you can tie something that's a little bit more unique to your customer journey and to your brand especially you know think think of what that is and you know test out a few things and, and do something that, that's unique i mean this mortgage company i've told the story before and i can bet you not many mortgage companies have gone and done this yeah <laughs> Which, which it's a good point <laughs> you know because it because it takes it takes bravery you know and, yes. these, and, the, and these guys they have the culture so when you meet them you just go i get it like they have the uh, culture that supports this kind of behavior and and i can tell you that culture is why they're successful right right Th- it, this is so great and, and i'm really glad that we talked about post-sale because I agree with you. I think we really do ourselves a disservice and our clients a disservice by selling to them and then moving on because they want to continue to feel valued. And there is more business potentially either there or through referrals and, and us helping them with other things. We have to be more committed to the relationship. So that this is a, a great, um, way of doing that kind of thing and and really bringing it back to that human level that that uh, personal sort of thing so yeah boy really incredible um talk to me some about the scalability of this because it's so personal. It, it's not like email marketing where you can send, uh, you know, 500, 10,000 people the same thing, but they feel like they're the only ones getting it. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think there's probably a couple of points here. And one I mentioned earlier, I think is around ROI. So I think, and this, and this is, this is the whole thing. This is the whole funnel, yeah. This is this is whether you decide to do outbound sales or, or or whether you decide to do coffee meetings, which is which is a big time investment. Do these things at the point in the funnel where the the impact and the rewards are going to out are going to pay for themselves in your time. Mm. Um, look, we we have an ethos that my company lives by. Uh, we uh, we build products this way, but we also take it very much uh, to heart in, in, in the culture. Um, which is automate processes, but never relationships. Mm. And what we mean by that is you look at the whole the idea of scale and, uh, you know, and automation, the way that, well, the way that we say, see it plays a part when it's most valuable to us is it, it does the things that don't, that, that me personally, I shouldn't be spending my time on, um, that I don't need to do. Yeah. So, so that, so that my time can go into customer facing pieces of work. And of course, yeah, this, this could be, you know, build, building new products and new offerings, but also talking to customers on a daily basis, because that is where we have found that success lives. Um, you know, and you know, as exact, like, again, like with us and the fact that we have this focus, I think our NPS is, I think around 70 which is pretty high yeah, no um, kidding. for an online company. But it's because we have this thing where I'm like, everyone, like the, 
the customer. It's not, it's not, it's not the customer's always right. The customer is the most important person, the most important stakeholder in the company. So again, but have a think, plot out your map, you know, with us, we kind of go above and beyond because, because this is what, what, what we're trying to push it. We are an extreme example, but go back to the mortgage company. You know, there are points on our journey like this one. And the reason they do it is because they, you know, cause they, cause they then walk with the client into other areas and because they know that client's going to go and tell all their friends that, that this, yeah. is, this is the mortgage company. So the, the return on investment there is huge. And for that one minute, for the entire company to stop their work and cheer, it's great. And obviously, you know, there's a side effects that you know, everyone in the, everyone in the office laughs afterwards. It also shows the office like yeah. essentially like another sales being made for the company. So it's really good for cut. Yeah, there's other things to come of this. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think the other point I'll make is that we, so going back to the, the idea of personalization, not just video, but other areas of using this. Um, look, there's different commitments of time for different levels of personalization you know, sending a video is a lot lower commitment than having a coffee, but at some point you've got to have a coffee, it, which, yeah. is a lot, which is a lot lower than getting on a plane and going and seeing your biggest client, which at yeah. some point you, you're going to have to do. Um, but at the other end of the spectrum, you know, talk about the whole transparency thing. You can record a video on your phone, walking to get your lunch and be like, hey, hey clients, you know, it's Tuesday morning here in Ontario. I was just, I saw something this morning that I thought was really interesting about doing X, Y, Z. Um, you know, I just thought you'd like to, 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 to read this, you know, and then, you know, potentially sh share a link to an article that that's the kind of video you could send that to, you know, a, a curated group of people, maybe a hundred people. It's yeah. not, it's not for John and for Jamie and, and for Jackie directly. However, it's a piece of relevant content that is being sent to a relevant group that is very scalable. It's very, you're also very transparent while you're doing that. And it's like, oh, here, I just want to help you. So, you know, personalization, you can scale it up a bit, you know, and I, 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 would, I, I would get you to think about, you know, just generally as a business, the idea of curated groups, you know, customers who are, who are interested in X, you know, versus customers who are interested in Y, customers of different sizes, different locations. Um, if you have a community and if you're building a community, this is a great place to put things like this. Uh, but think a little bit about curation. Think about, you know, smaller groups rather than one big email list. Absolutely. Um, and then, you know, look at each stage and say, you know, what's worth my time doing in different areas of the business to get the best return for us. Yeah, right. That's great advice. That's really great. I really have enjoyed this conversation, Matt. It's sort of lighting a fire under me to, to, start doing some more <laughs> just you know off the cuff I, I think about it I, I'll tell you know honestly like I think about it and then I just don't do it and then it mm. like turns into an article because I just don't get around to doing it so but but you know like I said lighten a little fire I, I think I'm probably gonna try to do more of this uh so will you tell the listeners about uh Bonjoro and and uh, how they can find you yeah for sure so if you want if you want to test out personalized video um go check out bonjour.com uh, you can try that free uh, if if you do sign up and want to give it a go you will get a welcome video from one of my team i can't say <laughs> I, would hope so. be, I will probably get off this call and do a few early this morning i like to do some every day um if you ever do reply to all those messages the person that sent it to you is the person that you will be replying to to their personal inbox so if you want to have a chat to one of us do that um try that see see how it feels when you get one and then you know we'll help you get going but you know use a trial like again i don't think anyone should jump into into, into anything and just buy you know, tr try it out test it out with some of your customers super easy send out tan and just see if you get an indication that this might work at a certain point in your funnel um, for you and if you're nervous again you'll get one of us first uh, I wouldn't yeah. say we were all built for video, but we, uh, <laughs> we, we just, we've got over it. <laughs> so if we could do it, I would suggest any of, any of you can. Yeah, right. That's good too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank you for um, having this conversation with me and sharing this stuff. I think this is really great and, and just so um, 
exciting for 2020, I think. I, I just think getting back to the personal is, is really where it is. It just, it's at. So listeners, give it a shot, right? Get out of your comfort zone. Those of you who are thinking, hmm, I don't know, just go ahead and do this thing. Uh, and I would also like to uh, thank our sponsor, audible.com. Uh, to get a free trial of audible.com and explore all of the audiobooks and programs available to you, go to audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth to sign up. As always, continue to prosper and be curious and try new things. Uh, and until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Full send with the driver? Check. Piercing iron through the wind? Check. Low checker, high spinner, flop to a tight pin? Check, check, and check. No matter what shot you need to pull off, there's one ball that's better for them all. The all-new TP5 and 5X from TaylorMade. With a newly redesigned dimple pattern, engineered for more distance, more control around the green, and better stability in the wind, it's the hottest tour ball in golf. So no matter what shot you face, there's one ball that's better for all. The TP5 and 5X from TaylorMade. Full send with the driver? Check. Piercing iron through the wind? Check. Low checker, high spinner, flop to a tight pin? Check, check, and check. No matter what shot you need to pull off, there's one ball that's better for them all. The all-new TP5 and 5X from TaylorMade. With a newly redesigned dimple pattern, engineered for more distance, more control around the green, and better stability in the wind, it's the hottest tour ball in golf. So no matter what shot you face, there's one ball that's better for all. The TP5 and 5X from TaylorMade. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transformed where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.